No, I just like the way your ass feels around my penis. (laughs) Welcome, listener, to the It Is Night podcast. It's been a week this past week we're recording on may 20th friday may 20th and a lot of things have been going on elections have been going on uh russia officially seized maripool mariopol not exactly sure how to say the town name but that's a big deal strategic win for russia but also you know they suck we're not going to get too much into russia today primary elections i guess we're going to talk about and uh and some other stuff Obviously, Elon Musk is going to be later in the podcast, but I'll tease it for you now. So that's you good. Stick around. That's that's good what you did. Oh, and my name's Chris, and that's Harrison. Yeah, it is. No, that's true. <laughs> Both those things. Uh, you want to talk or about we'll primaries try. first because I know that our favorite little uh, humpy boy, <laughs> Madison Cawthorn. If you oh. if you all caught that episode a couple weeks back, um, <laughs> where we talked about that video of Madison Cawthorn. I don't know, maybe having sex with his cousin? Confusing. I, so... But he lost his primary. <laughs> it, it, it is potentially... Oh, yes, he lost his primary, and that's good. I have since found out that it, uh, the humping motion was actually, like, in his cousin's face. What? If that's his cousin. If that's his cousin. We still don't know that it's his cousin. Oh, that's Whoever worse. was under him, it was in the person's face, and what he's saying that gets bleeped out... Is like, uh, yeah, you accidentally got your cock in my mouth, <laughs> and then they all start giggling. What? Um, yeah. So you so, know the way you jokingly, nakedly hump at someone's face. your friend's face, yeah, and then as acci- you as, accidentally as dear friends, Accident- as dear friends, right? And then you accidentally, know, you and I have wit have certainly. You know, what's a, what's a couple of cocks between friends, you know? Just, like, the beers are cracking, the cocks are sliding out, just flying oh. in mouths left and right. It just, you can hardly help it. Anyway, they're just doing key bumps. Where, um, Madison Cawthorn is uh, temporarily less of a problem is the best i'm willing to to qualify this i think that's fair he's still very much a problem in the sense that he is a current member of congress um and he's you know a, a child who apparently has some very uh probably hidden from himself homosexual inclinations maybe a little incest mm. there and hey i got no qualms with anybody having a fun time with cocks in their mouths. But maybe if you are trying to make it, like, illegal to do that, maybe. why are you pro that in your personal life? And, and I, what, what's, what's happening you know, with, your, with your stupid brain? <laughs> it's, just, it's just wild, the, 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 the cognitive dissonance going on there. To be like, you know, occasionally I just, just a cock accidentally gets in a mouth, but if somebody else does it, then that's, I, that, I don't like that anymore, and that person shouldn't have rights, and I'm going to try to do everything I can to make sure that the 
Supreme Court takes those rights away from them. Yeah, if you're not whispering uh, no homo every five seconds in the other man's uh, ears, then uh, you then might be gay. Then it's <laughs> gay, Chris. <laughs> Unless you are just constantly reaffirming like, whoa, 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 hang on. Was that gay for a second? No, bro, no homo. Okay, all right. No, I just like the way your <laughs> ass on. feels around my penis. <laughs> That's a sound bite. I will <laughs> use for that's something be eventually. The start of the I don't. Uh, <laughs> should be. Um, so yeah, little little Maddie Cawthorn is about to be a very successful. I mean, minimum talk show person. You know, oh, maximum yeah. just like way too high up in a in a conservative think tank and still just absolutely. Uh, uh, entirely too close to the levers. I think of power he's too young. Such to, an insane little man. I think he's too young to be in a think tank to get paid like that much money to sit around. On oh, your now, now, I just mean eventually. I like, could totally over, over oh, the yeah. grand course of, of the the Maddie Cawthorn saga. God, I bet and he's gonna be, be a, saga. A, a personality on the news for sure. That's a good one, especially because he's young. So if he's a hit, they'll have him for a while. He's relatively handsome, and he is like you know. I mean, and this is not not a thing against handicapped people. He is he is very classically good looking. Yeah, he's classically good looking, and he is always in a sitting position. So like it kind of like it's a normal. As far as him being on TV, he looks dumb when he tries to do, like, GOP manly shit where he, like, punches a tree to death and all those stupid videos he released early on. But, like, I could totally see him looking direct at a camera in a suit in a chair looking like a news anchor. With a befuddled look saying something like, I don't know, well, what is white supremacy? No, that's Tucker's Can you define it? (laughs) I bet his thing oh, is going to be Oh, my friend, that's like... just going to be everyone's thing moving forward. <laughs> they can't all look like potatoes. There just aren't that many potato-looking people. There aren't that many incredulous potatoes in the world. Most <laughs> potatoes are very trusting. If you tell a potato something, they will believe you. They will not scrunch up their face in a ridiculous pug-esque fashion and say, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, what is something that I am very easily able to define because I am educated and therefore choosing to lie to you? <laughs> well, that's not okay. But a liberal. God. It, God. That was a very good mimic of, ob- his, of his cadence. Well, I, well I'm, I'm obsessed with any um, any abnormal um like vocal pattern is is just fascinating to me, you know. And he's just got like such a specific, but there's something incredibly formulaic about it to the point that it doesn't even matter what the content is that is being said. You can tell how you're supposed to feel about it by the way that like his voice is moving up and down, like bada 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 bada. And bada 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 bada, but bada bada bada, your bada, you know? <laughs> like I just said nothing, but you know you're supposed to be pissed about it. Like that is his entire shtick. It's incredible. Oh. It's it's. I mean, it's alarming to to no end. But there is just something utterly mesmerizing about how it, it, just just conservative 
bullshit has just been distilled to like borderline and art form where it's like everything is calibrated to the point that it's like dude there's no penetrating this because like this is its own self-sustaining universe you know like there you just put things out in the world and then that becomes a news story that spawns other news stories that then you talk about that's it that's i mean to a certain extent all media does that but like his is his is pretty singularly insulated for how wildly popular it is to just be like that disjointed and disconnected from reality and still have millions of people watching you on a nightly basis um What's that's why we're is, fucked i mean he's it's not why we're fucked it is evidence that we're fucked it is evidence that we're fucked and evidence that we're heading that direction and like I don't know how many people torture themselves. Well, what is Harris authoritarianism? Can you even define it? <laughs> like, yeah, Harrison and I have watched way too much Tucker Carlson in our own time, <laughs> and uh, and it's just like you know, it's not fun to hate watch stuff. It is, but it isn't. I will say what I think is most fascinating about the way he lies is that it is with almost always. Occasionally, he uses visual mm-hmm. aids, but almost always his any anything that you might call a visual aid is just yeah, a picture yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. use or just any, like a couple words he doesn't use any graphs almost ever yeah. which by the way that doesn't really matter i don't care what news program you're watching if you yourself did not make the graph that appears on television assume it is lying to you or giving you information different from what the anchor is saying because that is happening 95 percent right. of the time you see a graph on tv Man. but no they're not on long enough for you to like get up close to the tv and be like, wait, what does this graph say? And then you realize that the y-axis is where the x-axis is supposed to be. And like, and all of a sudden... I don't think you're... this is right! <laughs> I don't think this is what this graph this is saying. This doesn't look correct to me! <laughs> yeah, but... No, it's crazy that he doesn't even try. Because it's like, at least on more mainstream news, they have the illusion of, like, stats and data with, like, their mm-hmm. little graphs and shit. Like, Tucker's literally, yeah, it's just text on screen or, like, a picture but, of a cop car. <laughs> and man, that's, but like, there's it. something almost more impressive about it that, like, all he's doing, the show is just him staring into a camera yelling at you. And it goes on for, what, an hour? Yeah. And, 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 and people fucking watch it. Millions of people just watch a man stare into a camera and yell. That's that is uncanny that he has been able to tap into just something so awful in the human psyche that they're willing to put up with that like little mental stimulation and just take it. Like it's terrifying. It's terrifying that they'll that they'll just be like, "Yep, this is I am entertained currently by this." And it is. And this is enough for me. What's What's wild to me is, and I don't know if you have this experience with like any of your Fox only relatives, but uh-huh. my Fox only relatives don't even call Fox News news. Like I do know some like people who only watch Fox News who refer to the mm-hmm. news, and it means Fox. My relatives refer to Fox. Like, and to me, I think that speaks to what you're saying of like it is. It is entertainment to the point where yeah. even unconsciously, they're not even thinking about it as news. They're not even identifying no. it as news. It's Fox. That's where I, I, I watch Fox. I don't watch the news. Like- right. <laughs> when I am watching television and it is not the Andy Griffith show or something 
like that. Or like Dr. Pimple I am Popper. watching Fox News. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Bingle Whopper is exactly Pimple like Pimple Popper. Pimple, I like, why not both, you know? I wish that's, it was both. That's my, that's my multiverse of madness. God. That is a meme that is several weeks old, and, and that's why I know about it now. Um, Want to talk about um, the other Republican slash, well, not Republican, the other uh, open seat in North Carolina, Richard Burr, who is a senator from North Carolina, is retiring. He's not one of Harrison's or my favorite people, but he did uh, vote to impeach Trump the second time that he had the opportunity to. Um, which is, you know, that in itself is a good the thing. Easy, it does not arguably make him a good the person. easier of the two times to do it. Yeah, the easier of the two times, and of course, he is probably retiring. He's re- he's old, but also you have to wonder: would he be retiring had he not voted to impeach Trump? And I don't know the answer to that. Yes, he would. Is he that old? I don't really understand. No, it's not that. It's not he that he's that old. He's he's. He has since basically the last election been planning on retiring um, because uh, uh, John McCain died in the interim and they were like super tight. And that was like the last of kind of like his generation, his like class, so to speak, um, of Republican legislators. So after he was gone, he was just like, ah, I'm out. Yeah, and that's been that's been like fairly common knowledge, at least within Republican circles for the last six years. But um, anyway, he's retiring, so his seat is up for grabs. Um, the Trump Republican favorite won the Republican primary in North Carolina. Ted Bun, Ted Bun, I think Bud, Bud, and then uh, the Democrat favorite, the winner of that primary, is Sherry Beasley, who, if elected, would be the first ever black senator from North Carolina. And she is also already the first ever um, black chief justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court, which she is not currently, True. but she did serve as the North Carolina Supreme Court chief justice, which is a big deal. So she, more it than is. most, has cachet that maybe could win her the Senate seat. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I also just like her a lot, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, she's she a good is, person, too, but, you know. She is a good person. Like, at this I point, her... that matters less as long as you're not a fascist to me. <laughs> like, uh, I wish being yeah, a good yeah, person yeah, yeah, was, sure. was, like, special. But hopefully she'll remain a good person. Not many people are justices before they're senators, I don't think. I don't think that's a common thing. It depends. North Carolina is weird because we elect our justices. Right, right. Ugh. Well, that's North Carolina. Do you want to talk about Pennsylvania and Dr. Oz at all? Do you have any opinions about him? I don't know if he's officially I mean, been elected yet or if that officially went to Kathy Barnett. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they've called it. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but obviously it's not. I mean, to real uh, just just a real pick your poison i mean i fucking hate dr oz but anybody that's going to replace him is just going to be if they are a known entity then they're going to be a wet noodle and if they are not then they're going to be a trump shill so you know like there's just no there's no good options there's really just no 
person uh, that Republicans are putting up these days that I think any somewhat reasonable person uh, 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 would be okay with if they actually spent five seconds with. Oh, them. yeah. No, and I mean, it's one of those horrible, like you said, it's a lesser of two evils. It's also the horrible situation of like, Dr. Oz I, is a celebrity. So in a weird, unfortunate, backwards way, she might be a better Republican candidate than like for like for the country than a super Trumpy non-celebrity, because as a celebrity in his own right, he is not really going to be dependent on Trump, especially if he gets elected. Like if Trump shits all over him, he's fucking Dr. Oz. He can also do damage control on a level close to Trump's level in terms of like celebrity cachet. Because you got to remember who Dr. Oz is. He is not only just a celebrity. He is a celebrity to, like, all the moms of America. <laughs> like, that's it, that's true, but I don't know, dude. I, 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 think, I think that is ex- exactly the takeaway from the primary was that he cannot stand on his own two feet. You I mean, know? He, he like, joined it being late, that close is proof positive to me. I don't know. Like, I don't, I think the Trump, like, thing for him, Trump, uh, whatever, endorsing him helped him. But, like, if Dr. Mm-hmm. Oz hadn't been such a an idiot about the way he decided to run, like, if he had actually planned it in advance, he probably would have mm-hmm. done fine. But that's a good point. The fact that he didn't plan it in advance shows that he probably can't do it on his own without some Trumpy help. So, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, it's a, it's a... It's an interesting point. I just I think that you can't you can't tussle with Trump within the Republican Party and survive. That's just not possible. You can you can shut up about him, you know, you can generally like not talk about him and then behind closed doors be like, Yeah, you know, like I get it. He's kinda crazy <laughs> but um but you cannot you cannot slight him. That that I think is fully impossible for any Republican to do and remain an elected official and survive. <clears throat> well, fine. Um, let's <laughs> talk about some. Uh, let's talk about some of our favorite. Some of our favorite boy. In my notes here, I have uh, I have this section written as Elon billionaire boy. Um, and I think that's because there's a lot of billionaire boy stuff to talk about with him still. The big news this week, of course, is, well, do you want to take this one away? SpaceX flight attendant? Or do you want me to grab it? Uh, go for it. Okay. A SpaceX flight attendant revealed this week that Elon Musk exposed himself to her during what I assume was an in-flight massage. Uh, he propositioned her for sex after exposing himself, even offering to buy her a horse. She then reported this to SpaceX, and she was given a $250,000 payment as part of her severance package for her silence, and she revealed all of that this week. Elon Musk tweeted yesterday in response to this sort of news, the attacks against me should be viewed through a political lens. This is their standard parentheses despicable playbook but nothing will deter me from fighting for a good future and your right to free speech 
Also, after this news came out, Twitter execs announced to their employees that the $44 billion uh, buyout is still moving forward and they have no plans to renegotiate uh, like Elon Musk is asking for publicly. But they are still planning to sell to him. So that's where we are with all that bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Nice little dumb I mean, where, where, where did Where did even fucking begin on top of the fact that then he tweeted something to the effect of like oh yeah if you've seen my dick name five things about it god as if your dick is memorable right (laughs) god Uh, man i i just it's just insane that someone can reveal themselves to be the exact type of monster that you wouldn't like it's one of those things where it's like here's this guy who's buying a whole company for tens of billions single-handedly mm-hmm. and which is like a thing no one should be able to even fucking do that's insane that that yeah. is within anyone's ability and, and on top of that he's revealed to just be like a shitbag who you would never want to be your boss and then they're like, but we're still going to try to make him your boss. <laughs> yeah. <We're> st- <laughs> and uh, I mean, I mean, it's also just incredible the way that he like tried to get out ahead of it, you know, just just being like, they're going to come for me because I said that I wanted to vote Republican. And it's like that. Oh, man, you, you son of a bitch. You also the, said the that fact like that two that's- years ago. Well, yeah, but the fact that that's going to fly with so many people, that so many fucking people are just going to buy that line, hook, line, and sinker, is incredible. Incredible. (laughs) He just has so many stands. It's unreal. He does. What a bad, bad, bad little troll man. Um, And I hate that Buster Bluth himself is uh, richer than God. The you're 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 telling me um something about uh Jane? About about what? About Jane. You know Jane. Oh, oh, oh. our our last little piece of uh, piece of news for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I like I wish we could talk more about Elon Musk, but like what else is there to say? The <laughs> dude's rich say, and yeah. he's an asshole, and that was the case last week. And and, and we just keep getting further and further and further and further and further and further proof of it, and we will absolutely acknowledge it every time. But what 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 people expect us to say further about it is just yeah. Know. What do you want? Like Fuck that guy. We shouldn't let this happen. But like you know, I the all right. Before we get into our our last little story, it's this is yeah, like yeah. Yeah, and I and I tweeted something to this effect uh, when I saw yesterday in re- reference to like an NPR um, an NPR politics episode title, their podcast NPR politics had an episode that was like um, basically like are are voters going to be like motivated by like attacks on abortion rights? And I was like, I mean, you can see my tweet or whatever, but like, why would we be motivated about anything? Like. Even just, even just the like, tr- seemingly trivial stuff 
like Elon Musk yeah. buying Twitter, is momentously huge, affects most of us in a negative way, and we can't do anything about it. Like, what do we do? Because, it, I mean, if the answer is vote, we've already fucking done that a gazillion times yeah. and received nothing in return. So it's like, what else really is there? Like, what what more can we do besides voicing that we are angry, voicing that we want change, voting to get that are kind of all the tools that the system gives you. Yeah. So Which, we should, yeah... You know, be knocked down just for just for doing, I mean, something. And yeah, yeah, it's not a lot, but well, and that's why people feel like they need to. This is actually, I didn't intend for this to be such a clean segue, but this is actually Mm. uh, why some people are uh, operating increasingly outside of the system. I don't have Mm. a lot of exact information on the story I'm about to talk about, and it's because it is not being reported heavily by any of the mainstream networks. But there is a feminist terrorist organization now called Jane's Revenge that a couple weeks ago bombed or uh, uh, Molotov cocktailed, I guess, a a, like anti-choice, a pro-life, however you want to say it, facility, an anti-abortion facility of some kind, and then through an intermediary online sleuths sent a manifesto to um, a well-known reporter that Harris and I have mentioned before, Robert Evans, who reported on Monday on his show, um, It Could Happen Here, which is a daily podcast worth listening to if you uh, like finding out how you can adapt to societal collapse. But he reported on that show that Jane's Revenge is, at least as far as they are saying, they are taking responsibility for attacking this facility, and they are giving 30 days to all anti-choice facilities of any kind in the country to close their doors, or they are going to start attacking them. Um, and that's what happens when people feel like they have no other options left, is they resort to the only thing remaining that will get your attention, which usually involves loud noises and bright lights and a lot of heat. I think that was the most friendly way I could talk about burning buildings down. <laughs> That's fair. It's, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's wild. I mean, when we were talking about the, the Supreme court league, um, I I think I said something like the it's like a disagreement to the point of violence and I mean it is and which I mean but then of <laughs> course what nobody was injured right no one was injured and their intention is not to That's at least a... here's the thing their intention is not to injure people so it seems um mm. but knowing how terrorist organizations work especially in the U.S., yeah. the odds of what they're probably trying to do is incite other people that they may not be in any contact with to start doing this as well and giving credit to Jane's Revenge. Um, and if not, it and they're taking credit for their own organization and they're still yeah. doing the same thing, 
I'm sure Jane's Revenge will be happy with that too. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like, what do you do? It's one of those mixed things where it's like, when you hear terrorist group, especially as an American, our, excuse me, our minds are primed to be like, uh-oh, bad, X fingers up, no thank you. Mm. But, you know, all the right-wingers have a lot of terrorist organizations that seem to be doing better and better these days. And all the right-wing politicians seem to be, like, low-key encouraging their terrorist activity very publicly on the steps of Congress. So, I don't know. It's kind of like the Democrats aren't doing any form of governing and they control the whole fucking government. So what else is there? Like, it's this is where we are now. This is, and unfortunately, the... it's kind of like to our question from months ago when we had the episode on like, how likely do we think a U.S. civil war is? It's like, this is the stuff that immediately makes me go, well, it's starting to look a lot more likely. Now we're, we're having likely. active violence from opposing ideologies <laughs> And the last time that happened on a on an increasing scale in this country, it turned into a civil war. So, well, that's not true. I, it turned I mean, into civil rights legislation. I just, but the last I time can't. before that, it turned into a civil war. <laughs> okay. Am I willing to condemn their anger, their frustration, their feeling of helplessness? No. Can I say that I support this? Uh, I don't want to say in any way because, I mean, obviously I, 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 I am against the same people that they're against. But this is not – the reason why this is just not great to me <laughs> is because, like, what, what's the end game? You know, this seems like a, a neat thing for the first time. But if you really, really, really think that conservatives aren't going to go nuts and not only respond in kind and far worse, but start like placing armed people around these facilities, which will inevitably lead to one of them murdering the shit out of one of your operatives. <sighs> what like what 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 have you done? I, I just like I don't I don't in this particular instance I, I I just like I don't think that this is in any way an effective tool in this particular. I don't know if fight. I agree with. Despite that. the fact that okay, please no. I mean I I I I'm 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 just I'm saying that I'm struggling to see like how this will end in anything but like more violence and eventually no, I mean, death. It, it won't but i guess my my attitude towards this is the same as it is towards the supreme court which is like we're out of mm. fucking options what else is there like what do mm. you what do you do as a citizen and that, when there is yeah. no you are you are doing all the legal stuff right and you are getting ignored or rejected at every turn what else is there? Because the fascists yeah. keep making the government, even the fucking Democrats, who are really just at this point, that should they should just be the conservative party and the Republicans should just be the fascist party. But like the <laughs> Democrats are like, they're fucking making it more fascist too. Biden is adding more cops and more funding for cops and all that kind of shit all around the country. It's like not only when the 
extreme it, crazies are in power, just shit gets worse. It gets worse just at a slower rate when the Democrats are in power. You yeah. know, it's like, what, what can you ask for that they're going to actually give you? And at a certain point, it's kind of like, you know, in, fascism does mean increasing levels of violence. The only way to combat fascism as is like proven throughout history, I think pretty soundly, is with violence. There is no other language fascists are willing to communicate with, and there is no other language fascists respect. You can scare a fascist off with violence. You cannot scare a fascist off with words or asking yeah, them nicely. Yeah, why, but why specific? Well, like the why violence is because we are, that is, we're no, down. No, not why, not why violence. Else. I'm oh. not. I'm not I'm not struggling with the idea of 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 violence as a political tool. The 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 main who 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 is the violence being directed toward, you know? Like I I I don't know. I guess it just depends on like what these organ maybe I mean obviously on some level these organizations are monstrous, the ones that are pro life or whatever. But it's it, 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 to me, it just feels weird that you're not you, obviously. But the, yeah, the, the greater the, to 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 target violence at a non-violent entity. It <sighs> see, but then our, I, I I guess you could argue that that a lot of pro-life organizations, especially some of the worst ones, absolutely do promote violence. Particularly in the the hardline ones that are like, no, I don't want like women should not get an abortion under any circumstances, even if like the baby was never going to be viable and it's going to kill the mother. Yeah, you're supporting violence by letting that just go on for the sake of your ideology. You are absolutely supporting violence. Well, and that's just kind of like... I don't know. That, that is where we are. We're I'm not just going to wrestle with... Uh, it's a lot to wrestle with. I guess I... We encourage you, the listener, to wrestle with this question because it is an important thing to wrestle with. Because what it seems like what the government has transitioned to is when they are not committing literal acts of violence against Mm -hmm. the populace, they are committing acts of violence through legislation and through court rulings that result in death and destruction for so many people so violence is still the result of what they're doing they just themselves didn't do any violence it's like well yeah like i mean what like so that's a that's a very pontius pilot i've washed my hands it's like you just condemned him to die fuck you (laughs) yeah it's i don't know i i think when so much when when so much non-literal violence when so much like assaults on rights which i do count in under the umbrella of violence i count taking Mm. away rights as that it's like what else what else do you have as a as a person as an individual besides violence that's fair that's fair okay so then so then let's let's reel the conversation in a little bit from the conceptual to to the practical you know like the the regardless of what you think about uh, whether you support or not the use of it in this case, what what's going to be the outcome of it? That's that's something that still I struggle to come up with. Like, there's going to be demonstrable, or that there ever was a possibility. Like, what did you think was going to happen? 
they guess, were gonna shut down that's i guess where Do you i know am. who you're talking about is like you're talking about fucking republicans you're talking about no quarter like we do not negotiate with terrorist republicans they're not like i i don't i don't see this working yeah i mean and this now, is the side, even close to like white teenagers are walking into buildings still shooting up you know non-white people and stuff and then republicans are like well you know they probably had a good reason or like this is why everyone needs to have a gun and it's just kind of like you know it's like you guys are increasing the the violence level like yeah the apparatus media and political and otherwise of the gop is creating all of these violent circumstances and I think it is okay to respond in kind. I think it's okay to play by the rules. I hate that Democrats have allowed, basically at this point, they're, they've, they've already allowed the GOP to make the game. And now it seems like mm-hmm. the Democrats are like not even playing, you know? Like, they're yeah. like, all right, the GOP has made the game and we're also just going to kind of hang out and let them play it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's no there's no counter. There's no balance here whatsoever and it's like either our choice is do nothing because violence is wrong because you know as the right wingers would say martin luther king wants you to protest peacefully or and end by doing that by doing no violence what you allow is the growth and of also the these people state. want violence yeah these they, people want nothing but violence they want violence and if you don't bring it yourself they're gonna bring it to you so like at what you know, it's kind of like at that point, I don't think, I don't, I think the ethical boundary there is negligible. If violence is happening to you, whether or not you initiate, fucking mm-hmm. initiate. <laughs> like, like if it is, if that's going to happen either way, and it will, because that is the road of fascism, then like, mm-hmm. yeah, get to it sooner. Because if you wait for a fascist violent apparatus to fully form, then you won't be able to beat it. Allowing it to happen and just being upset about it is the problem. And don't get me wrong, I am not like someone who likes to get in fights or anything. But, you know, (laughs) I do think... I think more and more all of us are going to probably have to get into some fascist fist fights. Because, like, more and more they're going to be, like, in your fucking neighborhood marching around. And, like, the only way to get them to stop doing that is to let them know in their own language that you don't want them. <laughs> like, I am okay with saying you can discriminate against fascists and you can beat up on fascists. And, hell, you can hogtie and tar them if you want to because their entire ideology is about doing that to you. Their entire ideology is saying we don't want any rights for anyone but us and we want violence for everyone who isn't us. And the only way to combat that kind of ideology is to give them what they want to give you. That's the only way to keep your freedom in that situation. I don't know what other option you have when you're facing someone who is not going to give you any ground unless you take it. Fuck. And I know that's not, like, pleasant. Like, I am not a militant no, person. No, no. I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of enjoying this role reversal. Usually, you're the one who's like, there's a silver lining! I'm like, there's no fucking silver lining. But no, you just you flipped the script. I, I appreciate that. Uh, well, 
Yeah. Well, think on it. Let us know on Twitter your thoughts. This would be a fun conversation to uh, to have in our little online community. So far, we don't get invaded by fascists in our Twitter feed. That will happen no, eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but so far, our no, online talks No are 20 nice. of us <laughs> is, is currently a fascist, uh, as far as the 20 of us are aware. Oh, the 20 of us. Um, you want to talk about vampires? I really, really do. Uh, let's go to bad content, I guess. Okay. Here's the recording boy in the recording in ba- in the studio. In the well, welcome, welcome back. Hi. Um. Oh, by the way, Harrison. Yeah. And I and I know we love we love our music okay. by. Uh, before by the future cooperative mm-hmm. who is our theme music artist great guy great but great you know we have one of those very friendly internet relationships about this music which is that we're like legally allowed to use it and most of that's because we're not making any money so ah. technically that's all kosher and we're still not going to be making any money off this podcast for no. the foreseeable future but i am um very soon going to pay a composer friend of mine to compose us a oh. uh, a theme that we own just to make us all you know squared away all, in this litigious all, country of all ours. legally safe and sound <laughs> as um, we just he also did the original music for uh, for a short film i made recently and uh and it oh, is good. kind of the backbone of that project oh excellent so yeah, he's a very talented dude. I am. Um, I, I name is Travis Paul. I should say his name since probably. I'm promoting him so much. A little bit. <laughs> probably, but that's so, cool. That's good. I um, guess let's talk about vampires. Well, let's talk about the fact that you made me watch Outlander, and then. <gasps> no. <laughs> no, you already watched Outlander. Well, no, I already watched Outlander because I'm an idiot. Do you remember when I texted you yesterday, around three, saying like, "Can we record at four? That's because I was under the impression that yesterday was Friday, and it was not. So um, I went ahead and watched Outlander, and then you were like, "Vampire." I was like, "Son of a bitch." Um. But I'm so I did sorry, no, no, no 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 this one's the, the, this one's on me. But I um and and it's probably good that we don't talk negatively about Outlander because that's not something that one is allowed to do. I would highly suggest we do not do that, despite our feelings. Low key, kind of what I thought when on we the subject, it, and then I was like, maybe we. You're should not do allowed to do one. that. You are not allowed to do that. I will. I can't. Well, I can't talk about why, but you just can't. You, you cannot do that. So, so there's a vampire in a garden, and we're gonna talk about that, Chris. That's right. That's right. Vampire. I, so here's the thing. I didn't know in Vampire garden. in the Garden was actually going to be bad when I texted you that we should watch the content. Uh-huh. Sometimes I do that because I'm just curious if like we'll accidentally watch something good and then have to talk about that. Yeah. Rarely does that happen. Yeah, but um, it, it was, it's a possibility. It was a... Vampire in the Garden is mm. a new Netflix, uh, maybe not Netflix, but it's on Netflix, anime vampire story show. The conceit 
this show is dumb right away because of its conceit. Oh, but let I, me tell I, you what I, that okay. is. Right. Its conceit is is something about like the world's falling apart, yada mm. yada yada. Vampires start existing or come out of the woodwork or whatever, and basically the the global society as we understand it in this universe has turned into the Dumb binary of vampires versus humans. Yeah, and it's kind of like these two massive like warring nations. Yeah, um, the premise the like key a key key part of the voiceover exposition at the beginning of this show is that vampires so they're two two things they make a city for the humans yeah and they put lights everywhere Yay. so vampires can't really attack yeah and then they follow that piece of exposition up with and vampires have really good hearing so no music is allowed anywhere in the human city place because the vampires might hear it so here's my immediately but the episode has just begun and immediately i'm like so wait a second you have a city that is projecting massive lights everywhere everyone knows where the humans live Mm -hmm. but you're afraid they might hear your music Mm -hmm. like how is it that that is the problem here (laughs) that's man i actually didn't even think about that the, the mainly because i was trying to figure out how them lights work i was like is are they are they projecting sunlight if not like what are are vampires uh, what can they not handle fluorescent lights like it can't just be any light because they're chill in a ballroom later and they're fine like what what are the fucking rules of any of this um, it's, it's attack. So it's basically like attack on Titan, but instead of Titans, there are vampires. And also we follow some of the vampires. Um, the- and there's no music allowed at all. <laughs> they get really angry if you have any music, which I just have an issue with that. There's even a line in the pilot where like one of the characters is yelling at her daughter, like, because she catches her listening to music. And it's like, that's their culture, which, okay. <laughs> first of all, you told us at the beginning of the episode that this was not a cultural thing. That this had to do with vampires' listening abilities. Yeah. And now it's about their culture. Why would it not be about human culture? Music being, I don't know, the only thing that is, like, completely universal in, like, all human cultures. So maybe maybe <laughs> it was. I mean, we do. It is, it is like, pretty post-apocalyptic. A, a decent amount of time is supposed to have passed. Maybe it was originally a survival thing. Like, a... Like a quiet place style, you know, survival. Which thing. would be fine if you presented me with that information. That's true. But that's I, true. I cannot I, abide. I, I, yeah, the that's idea. all of me filling in the blanks of like. Right, yeah. like they already know where you live, so it doesn't matter if you listen to music. Humans like music, and there's no fucking humans make music when they're literally zoning out when they're doing nothing like, yeah when they're literally not thinking about anything even the music they're making they'll be tapping a tune on something like you just can't eliminate music from humanity it's, one it's pretty and silly. two it has nothing to do with keeping you safe it's because they already know where you fucking are it's pretty like, <laughs> now now a few things i do need to jump in here real quick with are that a lot of the design elements are rad as fuck Okay, the I it's love true. I love the city. I love kind of like the weird it gives me like Bolshevik vibes. Like there's kind of a weird Russian-y thing going on. Like it's kind of snowing. Um everything looks very cold and like it's made of iron and and everyone is very like hard and you know, there's it's just gritty, you know. 
yeah. it does feel it's, it's a worker's paradise um I, I I think that that's rad. I like a lot of the clothing, how it is kind of like, I like how the vampires are kind of like fancy boys. That's kind of fun. Um, but I don't know that I like the art overall. Like a lot of the, the faces especially are just like very bland. Like, I don't know why they decided to go with such a minimalist approach specifically for the faces, but it does not work for me. <laughs> like, they're and it's not a pretty, expressive. Like violent show, which yeah. is not good for having for any of its kitty standard faces. And, yeah. Wow, I didn't even think it about makes, that. Well, I mean, it it's makes just all their juvenile. reactions look like identical. It, yeah. Yeah. It, like it seems like it. It seems it's very juvenile in its construction and like plot development. You know, there's very there's very archetypal characters. Um, so you would expect it to be aimed at a young, like a YA audience. And then it's just gruesome <laughs> at times where it's like, this can't be for adults. You don't expect like <laughs> a, a, f- a grown ass adult to put up with this level of nonsense. Do you? And they're like, yes, this is a very, very, very serious endeavor. Like, I, I just think we disagree on some shit, fellas. I don't know that we're going to be able to see eye to eye on this. <laughs> And for you artsy people out there, probably who, not fellas. who may be inclined to say, hey, you know, like these are people's arts or whatever. Oh, that's true. I, I understand and I know pretty well that uh, artists and even the fucking writers on these animated shows, like everyone is just like horribly underpaid, even by Netflix. Like it's criminal how little people in animation get paid mm-hmm. compared to live action. But... <laughs> Especially considering that it actually takes, like, roughly the same amount of work. Um, but, like, you know, it's like, yeah, I get it that, like, they were saving money and they des- that was probably a decision up, up higher on the pyramid in design to be like, all right, we can draw faces ten times faster if, if they all look the same. Do like, it. great. But maybe don't bother making content at all netflix if that's your attitude (laughs) like certainly don't charge me an arm and a fucking leg for it please yeah like put in a little more effort like castlevania is also a very cheap show to make and looks 10 times better that i mean yeah that's it's it's good point it's it's important to know we're not ragging on any there there are tons the majority of the artists that worked on this are 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 doing great stuff doing the best they can uh i think it is the general culture of like just fucking do it for as cheap as possible that netflix has uh engendered except with sam for some reason um it's not good and I think it shows in a show like this. Obviously, great to have queer representation. Um, there's a lot. Oh yeah, of... there is some queer representation oh, in the show. A that is a ton nice. of it. Um, but I think that I think thus extends my nice things to say about it. Yeah, it's kind of one of those shows that ultimately annoys me because it hits a lot of like you did a good cultural thumbs up but like your actual attention to the content and narrative of this show the part that arguably makes it a show sucks so <laughs> so like so, having gay characters in like a few cool looking buildings ain't gonna cut it sorry 
it does a lot. It does a lot, but it's not. And that is the stamp the of disapproval. I should get a stamp bam, sound bam. effect. Stamp. Bam. Stamp. Stamp. So yeah, vampires attack tower. It doesn't go their way. Um, I don't know. The human like defected to hang out with her soon to be uh, super hot vampire lover chick. And that's fine, you know. If you're, if you're, that's why I'm largely beginning to suspect that this might be just a romance novel in anime form. And that's fine if that's what you uh, are there for. Yeah, there is a lot of crying already in oh the pilot. Oh my god, so much so, fucking crying! <laughs> so Jesus, yeah, it is kind of trending that romance novel direction. We need to find ourselves a like really toxic romance content to like do because we can't do something like outlander bridgerton i just we just can't right we'll, like, we'll get crucified it's just not worth yeah and it. we don't have the constitutions to handle that amount of hate so no. like, assuming we're also giving ourselves a lot of credit that it would attract any attention at all uh and that anybody would deign to say anything to us online please talk to me um i will say so that would be like the worst though is if the way this show got attention online was by people being pissed yeah at over being like these hacks don't like uh, well the reason that would suck is then we'd have to double down them. we'd have no choice but to like do another and now we're outlander. just the, yeah now we're just the anti-outlander outlander douchebags uh like, yeah, I don't want to... I, that's not what bad content is supposed to be about. No, what so. bad content is supposed to be about is SEO, baby. It's optimized. Get as mu- many clicks, listens, and likes, follows, subscribes as possible. Apple Music is a big... Uh, lot, lot, give Do a review. Give a 7 billion stars. Go online right now to www.goodstuff.com to um, get us um none of that's real don't follow don't follow that don't link. do that but don't do, do that that's probably a real website that's, <laughs> don't don't go to that website chris bleep it he's not gonna believe it but um <laughs> uh mm, we should we should we didn't talk about elon musk enough that's we need to yeah we if need we're to gonna that. hit that elon musk we seo traffic we gotta say his name a few we more times. So I guess that's how we're gonna close out the show. Follow us on Twitter. Links are in the description. There it is. This is a problem. Elon outro. Musk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Elon. Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. All right. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Twitter. Elon Musk. Twitter. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Space. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Penis. Elon Musk. Elon Musk to a flight attendant. Buy a Elon horse. Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. And then like lightning and I don't know. All right, let's get out of here. Elon Musk. And like I don't know, news primaries. Okay, bye. <laughs>